I'm sure that everybody who listens to this podcast is aware that on Monday we lost one of our uh, longtime uh, coaches and uh, team members, Adam Heckman. Um, this this happened right after our, our last episode, so we haven't had a, a chance to um, talk to the whole team um, about it yet. This week's going to be a little different. You'll notice there's no there's no music, there's no ad read. We're not going to do a quiz. We're going to talk um, about Adam, a little bit about what happened, and, and how we're going to move forward. Um, this has been the hardest week, far and away, that this team has ever gone through. We've we've had we've had some uh, some rough stuff happen. Um, you know, I I can say on a personal note, this has been one of the hardest weeks of my life. It's it's really really hard to lose um, somebody that had such a huge impact and and in the kind of uh, sudden and really tragic way that we did. Um, uh, we we just came off the the funeral yesterday. Many many of you, I think probably the majority of Maybird showed up to that um, beautiful funeral service yesterday in Mill Creek. Um, uh, you you might have seen on Instagram. The Heckman family gave us the opportunity to give Adam a fitting send-off by doing a uh, bike escort um, uh, from the church where the funeral service was held to the Heckman home. That was one of the most moving things I've ever personally been a part of. Um, so yeah, we um, <clears throat> part of part of being able to move forward from this is is just talking about it. Like we said, Dan and I have you know you've seen neighbors posted on Instagram and stuff, but we wanted to give this week for the the Heckman family to you know, distribute the obituary and to give their thoughts. But we, we wanted to have a quick little talk about it. You know, and, and this, you know, this, this, obviously this is kind of a special podcast at a different, at a difficult time. So it will definitely be different. Um, another purpose of this is just, we just want Heidi, Richard, Ezra and Remy just to know how much this community loves them and that we're going to be there for you. We will do anything for you guys. So uh, hopefully we get that opportunity but Adam, you know, Adam was just kind of the picture of exactly the type of coach I wanted for Maybird. You know, someone that was skilled, knew what they were doing, talented, fit, could keep up with the kids, but just so cool and nice and fun. And, and I mean, the, the people that rode with Adam just, just love Adam. And not only love Adam, but got better. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll never, like, I... I I wasn't really strong enough to ride with Adam over the past couple of years, you know, and I remember last summer doing a ride where we were, we were climbing up solitude, um, got up to the lake and then started climbing up that just ridiculous, insane gravel road that goes all the way to the top. And Adam, Adam and myself were far and away the, the biggest guys in the group. I mean, it was mostly a bunch of little high school kids. And um, I don't think I have ever seen anybody that tall and that big climb like that. And not only like, you know, and I was, I remember just getting dropped and watching him and the other guys kind of go off into the sunset and just thinking that guy's a freak show. Like he had, I know that like, I think rightly people have focused on what a good person Adam was, but I just want to throw out what an unbelievable athlete he was. You know, it was funny because last week we did a podcast on, talked about genetics and, and we kind of established that, like, you know, most of us have pretty average, good enough genetics that that'll work. And there's kind of a few people that are kind of on the tippy uh, yeah. pointy at the far side of the bell curve. And Adam is one of those definitely a gifted, gifted athlete. He, um, 
his fitness and strength was just unreal. When I say unbelievable, like almost like like unbelievable, like it was kind of trippy to watch sometimes, you know, because he he and it's like it's like he didn't get tired. You know, no, I remember. He didn't. I remember right. We got to the top of Puke Hill one time, and then he just like picked up the gas, you know. And I was like, I need to sit down for fifteen minutes, you know. I'm. <laughs> but the but the interesting thing about riding with Adam is, no matter who he was riding with, he in a very kind and loving way would match his pace with that group. Oh, even yeah. though he could have stomped on him and just dropped him and been waiting at the next fork for twenty minutes for everyone else to catch up, he um, just just amazing he, he was great to ride with you know he was a lot of fun he i like i'll never forget that he just wouldn't stop it like almost annoyed me how much he smiled i was like i understand that sometimes people are going to drop me but i i like it when i can tell they're hurting too adam might have been watching a tom and jerry cartoon like you know he he had this big stupid smile on his face all the time that you just couldn't it was he was indomitable is the word that i keep going back to like there's nothing that could stop him you know, and I think there's a lot of dads and coaches out there that like going on group rides with kids is kind of like a chore. They'd probably rather be riding on their own. Adam loved it. And, oh, yeah. And he, because I, I actually rode with Adam a lot. We were, um, we rode in the same, I, we both also helped coach for Skyline and we rode, we led the same group and we'd ride together two or three times a week. And, um, and if he ever had to miss a ride, he was deeply bummed about it. He, oh, yeah. He truly loved riding with, with a group of kids and and just made it so much fun for him. Um, Adam, he started riding with Maybird our second year that we, that we were riding. Almost from the start. Because our, our first year was really, Maybird was just a bunch of Joe's friends. It was, and, it was, it was a collection of, of people I had good relationships with on the Skyline and, mountain bike team. And that then... And then the next year, Adam joined with us. And I mean, he joined the first real year. Yeah. You know. And um, and it was just so cool to have a rider of that level riding with us. You know, we'd send him off with the fastest kids. And and no offense to anyone out there listening, but really, Adam could have dropped anybody. He just oh, never. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He usually was just polite enough and friendly enough that he didn't have to. He had the genes he and had, the toughness to be a world champion professional. Yeah. He's just not the, he wasn't. He He's, wasn't cocky and stuck up like I am. He didn't you know, have he to didn't, prove to He everyone. had nothing to prove, which yeah. is crazy because usually people that have that kind of talent have a chip on their shoulder and they need to prove something. But Adam didn't, you know. And I remember um, his son Richard would would ride with us and Richard was just the teeniest, tiniest little kid. I look at him now, he's this giant. But when, he, when Richard started riding with us, he was just the teeniest, tiniest little kid and he showed up on it like almost an antique Cannondale with a head shock tube head tube shocker yeah and um i remember on one ride the head tube shock stopped working and somehow bart gillespie was able to strap an inner tube around the the head shock and make it still work as a shock while we finished a big long ride and everything but richard would come to these rides and just he's this little kid he was like back then kind of like one of our only little kids you know mm -hmm. he would and he would ride with the older kids but that kid would work his butt off to keep up with everybody else. And he'd always be like red in the face and sweating and just die. But he, riding with kids who are twice his size. Yeah. Yeah. Like think if you're an adult listening to this, who's, who's six feet tall, imagine riding with like a 12 foot tall rider who's, you know, 400 pounds of pure muscle. Like, the, and, and we should say with the genetics thing, like 
you know, we can say we can say with confidence that you know Adam had genetic gifts because his kids have them too. Yeah, oh his, my God, his kids are so <laughs> fast. His, and they're all... I've I've said I said, and you you will you'll back me up on this that like. I was like, Maybird's next star writers are, are, are the Heckman boys. That's where it's going to be. You know, they're going to be the well, writers that were, were like, hey, you know, we got these guys on our team. That's- and I'd like to kind of look into their genealogy because I'm pretty certain that Ezra is somehow related to Nino. Nino. Oh, yeah. Because there's some similarities there. When they ride, they both like I've always kind of teased Ezra that he's always trying to impersonate Nino when they ride because he looks like a little Nino out there riding, which is a huge compliment. That's about as big as compliments. Those boys are, are crazy. And, and Adam, like he said, loved riding with him. You know, and I get it, that it's not always going to be fun. It's It can be a little tedious to ride with Nike kids, and it can be maybe less fun than just going out and doing your own thing. But, like, Adam loved being there. He was, and, like, the people, you know, Bart was talking yesterday, like, he was just always, like, stoked to be out on the bike. You know, like, I am so guilty of having, like, a bad attitude, like, I have a bad day at work, and I'll go on the ride. The ride will make me feel better, but I'll be... I'll be a tool during it. I won't be feeling good and stuff. He was just, the, the level of Stoke was unbelievable. Yeah. He, he just, when, it, when Adam was on his bike, he was happy. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, and I kind of like, I remember one time when I was in junior high school, I was sitting at a group, a table and all of a sudden a bunch of popular kids came and sat down at the same table and one of the popular kids kind of sat next to me and I kind of got like nervous and, and all of a sudden this popular kid started talking to me and I just thought that was like the coolest thing in the world. And, and that's kind of how I felt every time I rode with Adam, because I just felt like he was my disproportionately cool friend. Way disproportionately. (laughs) And you know, he was just, he was so cool, but was cool to everybody. Yeah. You know, um, I do have just a, you know, one, one time I was in, and Adam just loved like riding with his kids and doing stuff with his kids every day, every day after school. And I remember one time I was out hiking in our back, in our backyard. And there's this one trail that is just, it's almost more like it's calling it a trail is a stretch. We should say prior to the amazing heroic work of John Knobloch, um, the trails behind our house were hiking trails. You really could, yeah. a, you, you, even the trails you could ride on a bike, you couldn't get to on a bike. But this is more like a ladder than a hike. You know, yeah. you kind of have to use trails your, generous your feet and your paws to get up it. Yeah. So, but uh, there's there's this place where you can hike up to, and there's this really interesting stack of rocks. It's like a huge. Karen or whatever and yeah. and it's really kind of cool to get to and really kind of impressive and I don't I'm pretty sure the aliens helped build it or something but we'll uh, ask history channel we'll get them in here and find out <laughs> but um I get up there and it's it's quite a little journey to get up there I get up there one afternoon and I can't remember if anyone was with me but I get up there and when I'm up there I see some other people hiking up there too and it was Adam and little Remy oh wow um he got his little daughter up there just on a day after school. And it was just, it was just so cool to see a dad and daughter up there. Up there, especially. I know that's, that's wait, shout out to Remy for getting up oh there. Cause gosh. she was, we'll talk about this was quite again. a few years ago. Oh yeah. Um, not, not very many little girls her age are, are, are hiking up, you know, but can I just say a little something about Remy right now? Like, so I was at the, I was at the funeral and I was, I was in the, the gym waiting for people to bring their bikes in, you know, that we were going to use for the procession after. And I was just kind of standing there and Remy walks by the door 
And she walks past the door, and I, I see her walk past. She backs up. She turns around. She smiles at me and waves. And that just absolutely made my day. It just brought so much sunshine into my day just that she would smile at me and make me feel better on probably one of the hardest days of her life. Oh, well, yeah. Definitely the hardest, the hardest day, day of her life. Her life, yes. Yeah. You know, and um, just what what beautiful people I love you know just you know another thing I want to say too about Adam this might sound he is probably like when I think that when I think of Adam probably the first word that comes to mind is handsome he is just like a oh, handsome yeah. guy like he always he always reminded me like of a movie star like in the 1950s or so I always kind of wished he had some glaring personality flaw that would and, allow me to like not like him <laughs> You know, like and, somebody like this nice and charming and talented athletically and stuff. He shouldn't be real, you know. You know, and, and I was looking at the pictures of him and Heidi, and they're just such beautiful people. Just oh, yeah. like, just such beautiful people. Oh, I, yeah. No, they're, and, and like like you said, like with, with that doesn't surprise me at all because that's what Adam would have done. That's how she was raised. You know, I mean, both both of her parents are some of the coolest, best, just high, most high quality people out there is the only way I can think to say it. Um, they, uh, you know, like you said, yesterday was, was tough. And, and I think in an ideal world, we should have been the ones giving comfort to them, but it almost kind of felt like it was the other way around, you know? Um, and that takes, uh, I mean, there's, there's a, a level of like, like good character there that I, I aspire to. Yeah. So for those that weren't there for the bike procession, um, that I, I believe it was Heidi's idea to to do that, and and what we did is we had how many? So we basically we brought the bikes into the into the gym, which is attached to the chapel, which is kind of an overflow for the chapel, and um, we we the bikes. Well, and I was there. I got there kind of early and was going to help people set up their bikes, and and it was just Ben Lowry and I, and we had three bikes there, and I was like, I'm like, oh no, what if? what if there's only like 10 bikes that show up to this and you know, and is right about as the meeting started to start, started to begin, everyone showed up with their bikes and we completely surrounded the outside of that gym chapel with bikes. And Heidi wanted them there as like a decoration for the, you know, during the funeral. And, and then after that, we, we we exited and and made a little kind of like we lined a walkway with both sides with bikes and their riders that the that they walked um Adam's casket passed into the hearse and then and then the the cyclists followed the hearse on on one final drive past Adam's home and then we rode back to the church but it was the whole time I was doing it I'm I just thought, you know what? This is exactly what Adam would have wanted. Um, it was just just such a cool thing to be a part of, and it just really symbolized how mu- how much a part of the cycling community this family is, and just how many people love this family and and would do anything for this family. And you know, I think it's it's also given us the opportunity, like. To, I mean, I, to do more as a team than just go on bike rides together. I think that um, 
I think that yesterday was a really interesting testament to the effect that Adam had personally on a lot of people, you know, um, because not everybody at, at that funeral even it was, was in Adam's group or knew Adam very well, you know, um, but to show up and, and to have like, I also have to say just such like a, a dignified and respectful sort of showing from a whole bunch of, of young kids like that. Most of them have never dealt with anything like this before. The vast majority of my hope haven't had to do something that required so much maturity was, was impressive. I, I want to say if, if you're listening to this and you were there yesterday, like, thank you. That was huge. Yeah. And the dignity was impressive. It was very impressive. You know, it was, um, like, like I said, it really was one of the most, um, it was one of the coolest things I've ever done. You know, and uh, and I'd also like to say to the Heckman family, like, thank you for for giving us the opportunity on on such an important day for you guys um, to to be part of it. Um, you know, I think, and and I was I was talking to Dan. You know, like we've kind of struggled before to like sum up what we're trying to accomplish here, and it seems to change all the time. But I think the best way to put it is like, if we can make more people more like Adam Heckman, then we have succeeded. You know, and um, I, I do wish that there were different circumstances where we could be learning this and fully appreciating this. And I do think it's true that like, you know, they say you don't you don't know what you have until it's gone and that we're all kind of guilty of maybe appreciating things looking back. But um, we should. I, I think this is a good opportunity to, you know, this is I mean, like this has inspired me to go out and do bigger, harder, crazier rides and to push myself and to be that kinder person that I, I always used to be able to look at Adam to be. And, and, you know, now that he's no longer with us, we, we have to fill that huge, huge void by being the nicest, strongest, kindest people we possibly can. Yeah. Ride strong, be kind is a phrase that's going to stick with Maybird from now on. And, um, you're going to, you won't, you won't see it on the, the team kit this year, but you will next year. Absolutely. We're actually, we, we were able to put it on the t-shirts in time. Um, so, but yeah, that, that really just sums up Adam, ride, ride strong, be kind. I mean, and, you know, and that just kind of really describes what I would love to accomplish with Maybird. I want to make you guys all dang strong riders, but kind humans as well, you know? So, um, I, I think this is, this is also probably a good opportunity, you know, to have a, a conversation about um, mental health. Um, I I think this is another one that we're all we we don't talk about this until bad things happen. You know, I think we need to be more proactive with it. But um, the I mean, the average age of someone on Maybird is probably what fifteen years old, sixteen. You know, I, I we're we're dealing with a and you know even parents listening to this too. This applies to you just as much. Like we're dealing with a group of people who are at a really kind of volatile junction in their life. Like growing up is difficult. I'm, I'm still doing it, but I'm not that far removed from the age that a lot of people are, are at now. And, um, it took me way too long to get actual medical help for my, um, uh, mental health problems. I, I, I feel you don't have to share this if this is something, you know, like I don't think everybody needs to go around telling everybody, but, um, I, I see a uh, mental health professional regularly and, and medicate for some problems that I have. You know, it is incredibly common. I, I think I, I spent a lot of years 
feeling pretty isolated, thinking that I was the only buddy, or the only person that had these kind of bad feelings that made it hard to get out of bed and be productive and, and, you know, deal with, um, the hard things that are just part of being uh, a person. <laughs> and, um, in the past two or three years as I've kind of gone on this journey to finally get medical treatment for a medical problem, it, it's kind of, um, I mean, it kind of sounds simplistic to say that it's made my life better, but it has, it's just, it's that simple, you know, like, um, I, I would encourage anybody here, you know, like the, the comparison I've heard made before is like, if you have a broken leg, you should go fix it. It would be, it would be a bad choice to run around with a broken leg for years and years and years. And unfortunately I think it's, it's too common to see people deal with, you know, mental health struggles, uh, alone, um, without consulting people who are trained professionally to help with them. So Dan and I would like to extend, um, if you need to take that first step, if you're having a hard time and, and you don't have, um, another way that you feel comfortable dealing with it, Dan and I are here. I would like to volunteer on behalf of all of the coaches on this team that, you know, um, when you agree to coach with us, we're not just interested in having you ride at the front of a group of kids and then get them back to the car safely and go home that like, that is a, an adult that we want you to be able to trust. And if there's something that you're struggling with and you have a relationship with that person that makes you feel comfortable sharing with them and uh, you don't know what to do, please ask. I, I think that's a reasonable thing to put out there. So, um. you know, my thoughts these, these past couple of days has been, <clears throat> I, I just don't think each of us realize how many people there are out there that love us and and truly care for us. And sometimes it doesn't always seem like that, but each, every single person listening to this right now, there is an enormous group of people that, that, that love you. And, and the thing is, it's not that they just love you. These people also need you too. I mean, no matter, no matter how old you are or, or what there's people that need you right now. And there's people that will need you in, in a few years from now. And there's people that are going to need you in 20 and 50 years from now. And every one of you is going to change at least one person's life at some point in your, your life, but probably many people's lives you're going to change. And you're going to be that, I mean, basically everybody is, is not replaceable. Yeah. I'd like to throw out that I don't I don't know everybody on this team. This team's big enough now that there are plenty of you that I haven't had the opportunity to meet personally and ride with. But um, if if you're listening to this, you matter to me because we do the same thing and we, we have a, a common passion. You know, we, we go and put on the same uniform and ride bikes and it makes us feel better. There is a connection that you have with, gosh, going on 300 different people that are involved with this team. Um, if, if you've ever felt that you know, I, I, it's pretty common, I think, to feel, you know, in your teens that you're isolated, you're alone on an island that, you know, people aren't, aren't really concerned about you or that they don't, they don't care about you that again, like I, I've, I've met most of the people on this team, but even if I haven't met you, if I don't know you, you still matter to me. If, if there's anybody on this team that we lost, that would leave an enormous hole and would make me hugely, uh, sad and hurt. Um, you know, I, I hope to be able to know all of you personally. I don't know if that's practical with as large as this team's getting, and we hope to keep growing it. But if you are part of this community, you are part of a community of people who do care 
deeply about you and and who would miss you um, if we ever lost you. Um, I don't want anybody to ever forget that, you know. Um, Just know that every single one of you listening to this right now are loved more than you realize and and you're needed more than you realize. And, you know, we just, I just always hope that this sport that we do, that we all love, I mean, we're here because we love it. It's, it's nothing, you know, that we're really forced to do or we get paid to do. It I hope something. nobody's forced to do this. If, if it's compulsory for maybe, you, let Maybe us know. initially you're forced to do it, but yeah. um, I just hope this is always something that can bring you joy in your life when you're having a bad day or you're sad or it's, it's, it should always be something that you do because you love. And, uh, you know, I, I really think that your ride just kind of like Adam's was the happy part of the day. And I, I, I know it's been a tough cold winter and it's been hard on me. And, and I just, I really, I can't wait to be able to ride outside again in the sunshine and, and, in the company of good people. Yeah, it's been, I mean, for me personally, it's been hard to be without that. I, I, you know, when it's spring, summer, and fall, the highlight of my day is when I get to go on my ride with, with the people that, with my friends and, and people that I love. And, and it's just so fun. I just come back feeling so good and so happy. I, I miss that and I look forward to it. Um, but you know, it'll, Spring always follows winter, and it's been quite a winter, but it, those days are coming again. So just it's just something that we kind of look forward to. Yeah, so I, I guess uh, in closing here again, um, if there's something you need, um, Dan and I are here. Um, if, if you need someone to talk to, if you need to, you know help taking those first steps to get help from a, a, a mental health care professional, um, we're here for that. Um, Let me also throw out, too, that... You know, this, you know, it was a hard week for, for most of us, for all of us listening. I mean, it was really hard, but for the Heckman family, it's not just going to be a hard week. It's going to be a hard month. It's going to be hard next year. It's going to be hard. This will never, I mean, it, it, it will never really be easy for him. I mean, time does make things better, but I, I just really hope that, you know, maybe next week, in a month, in a year, we just all remember to reach out to them. And, you know, I know as a community, I think we can just overwhelm them with love, which, you know, won't ever replace Adam, but it's sure going to help. And so I really hope that we can just go out of our way to, to remember this family and just do whatever we can do to help them out. And I know that everyone's willing. I've had so many people come up to me and, and ask what they can do. And, and I've had several people volunteer to do just some really awesome things for this family. So I hope we get the chance to, to really do what we can to, to bless their lives. I mean, this, this team is, is and always has been and will be more than bike rides. You know, um, and, and, and honestly, bike rides are, are the second most important thing that we deal with. And the most important thing we deal with is people. Um, and, and on that note, if, if, there, if, if you do want to do something very easy, um, go to our um, Instagram or our website. Um, if you go to the, the bio on our Instagram, there's a link to a GoFundMe for the Heckman family. Um, 
money should be the last thing that you have to think about in a situation like this. But unfortunately, that's um, something that, you know, has to be dealt with. And if, if that's, that's a very easy, concrete thing we can do to help ease the burden in these early days dealing with, you know, um, a loss like this. Um, so again, you can find that on our Instagram. If you go to our website as well under the resources tab, we have a link to that. We'd also like to throw out that there's still the GoFundMe going on for uh, Erica Creech. Um, if you haven't taken the opportunity to donate, that's another really wonderful family of people that we have an opportunity to help. So, you know, it's it's more than bike rides and, and being nice to people. Like, please, if you if you have the inclination to, to help or if there's something that you want to do, reach out to us. We'll help direct your efforts and um, yeah. And we'll probably, we'll do a normal podcast next week. And if, if you missed last week's go back and listen to that, I thought there was some good stuff in there, but um, we, we will carry on. I mean, Adam, Adam would want us to go and ride bikes and that's what we're going to do. And it, it won't get any less sad. Um, and, and it's definitely, you know, appropriate to take some time and be, you know, take some quiet time, you know, and, and, and think about other things for, for a bit, but you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're going to go ride bikes and try to get better. And, um, I don't think there's a better way to honor Adam than to do that. Yeah. So let's, let's ride strong and be kind. Thanks guys.